stand for offertory? next verse you will hear is our praise dancers and a selection by the youth choir. And then we will turn the service over to our very own senior pastor, Dr. Raymond M. Gordon, senior.
get a lot of hand clap. Come on now. Bless the Lord. Oh, my soul. Our Father and our God, we thank you for the Lordship of Jesus Christ. For it is by you that we live, move, and have our being. We thank you for your faithfulness in spite of our fractures. Thank you for your goodness, your mercy and grace. Now, God, speak to our hearts as only you can speak. Bind the enemy. Bless every family on the sound of my voice. And have your way in our lives. You are the potter and we are the clay. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's get Lord a hand clap. Come on. Praise his name. Hallelujah. Let me thank the Lord for all that has transpired thus far. Uh, thank the Lord for our visiting bus ministry. Thank the Lord for our uh, missionaries, African couple who came up to give the church needful information about our ministries abroad. Thank you for our youth department. Let's get a youth department, a hand clap. Our youth pastor and assistant youth pastors, Dan, Tony, and Valencia, Steve, all the rest. Everyone who has a hand in the youth department, will you stand? Let's give the Lord a hand clap for him. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. And uh, thank the Lord for our youth choir and dancers. They were awesome. Praise the Lord. Amen. And Brother Pew, thank you for working that thing so good. Praise the Lord. It didn't hit my head. I appreciate it. Thank God for you. Truly, God is an awesome, awesome God. Um, We are ecstatic about what the Lord continues to do in our midst. Years ago, in the mid-60s, I remember very vividly Uh, prolific, powerful, purposeful, peculiar program came on Sunday nights and it was uh, different, dangerous, and defied death as a deep undercover uh, agency, the CIA, were uh, functioning against enemies abroad. Their specialty was to transform themselves into 
known people against the United States in order to collapse the enemy advancements. And what was so particular about the program was that it was comprised of four men and a woman. All of them were specialists. None of them ever got killed because they understood the mission. And the caption was intriguing. Sounds something like this from a little tape recorder. Jim, should you accept this assignment? And we'll go on with the assignment. And then the voice would say, Jim, in five seconds, this tape will self-destroy. It was the original mission impossible. I never missed it. It held my attention because it was just that intriguing. Danger, um, divestiture. Um, there were a lot of elements to the program, dedication to our country, and it portrayed a commitment, a continuous commitment. And spiritually, in a similar sense, God calls us to a commitment to him. Let me, let me stop, pause, and park, because some of you, I'm going to teach something this morning. God didn't call you to be committed to your wife or your husband or even your children. You got that backwards. God called you to be committed to him. And when you're committed to him, you're committed to them. And the reason we ought not be directly connected to them or committed to them because if your mate ticks you off, that might just interfere with your commitment. You may not want to be loving and hugging and sweet and kind when they have gone toe-to-toe -to -toe with you and put others before you. Yeah. So all commitments have to be to Christ who tells the husband to love your wives as Christ loved the church. Wives, subject yourselves to your own husbands as you would the Lord. Children, obey your parents in all things, for this is well-pleasing to the Lord. And one of our problems in church is we, we committed to the wrong things. What we ought to be committed to, we're not. If I was committed to Jesus, everything else is easy. Can I get a witness? Then that is that uh, the fact of the matter is, is that as we look at a scripture 
an oldie, but a goodie. Lord have mercy. I'm in Hebrews chapter 12, and I won't keep you long. Can I get a witness? That, that is, for those of you that have struggled, you're out, out of strength, you lose sleep, you've lost your strategy, you're getting ready to throw the towel in, you don't know how, further, how, how far you can go, you're depleted of strength, this one's for you. Mm. This one's for you. This is our mission impossible. God is conveying to us to have a stick to itiveness to him. It's all about him. Noun unto him. If any man be in him, it's all about him. And 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 the text the text is 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 obvious. These Hebraic Christians, and you gotta hit his background to understand the book. These Hebraic Christians had left Judaism, the Jews' religion, and adopted Christianity. And as a result, the cost was great. They lost their families. They could not go in the synagogue. They were ostracized because they gave up all that Old Testament stuff. In fact, the Old Testament works were dead to them. They gave everything up in the Old Testament to take on Jesus Christ. And when you take on Jesus Christ, expect people and things to rise up. Do I have a witness? That, that, that is, that is, that is when we begin to look at these Hebraic Christians, there was three things. Uh, they, they needed a faithfulness, a fortitude, and a focus. So the writer to the Hebrews, whom I believe was Paul, and, and there are different positions on who wrote the book of Hebrews, but uh, when you do internal evidence, just, just FYI, whoever wrote it had to be staunched in Old Testament Levitical systems. They had to almost have been a Pharisee. They, they had to understand the Mishnah. They had to understand the Hebrew, Aramaic, Greek, and Latin. They had to have a broad background of education because the theme is that Jesus Christ is better than everything else. Amen. Can I get a witness? He's better... Yeah, he's better than Moses, he's better than the law, he's better than Levitical systems, he's better than angels, he's better. Whatever you come up with, he's better. Can I get a witness? And, 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 and so 
They were fighting from and fighting to, Lord have mercy, extraordinary uh, measurements. And, 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 and let, me say, let me say this, let me say this. The, the, writer, the writer to the Hebrews makes it clear, and, and, and again, and again, it makes it clear that what is happening here is that uh, he gives in chapter 11 a definition of faith, a description of faith, a demonstration of faith, verses 4 to 40. And he says, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Faith has no evidence. Faith has no evidence. There's no such, there's no such animal as faith with evidence. Faith is the invisibility of a belief system. And that belief system, amen, helps to materialize, Lord have mercy, amen, something before you that did not appear before you materialized it. That, that is, you have to just take God at his word and leave it alone. Can I get a witness? No signs, no wonders, no dreams, no 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 uh, no fleeces, dry or wet. Can I get a witness? Uh, there's no evidence. And, and 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 so what the writer begins to do is he begins, Amen, to help us, Amen, to understand that there is and there was. And there will always be, metaphorically, in this text, uh, people who had no evidence but still moved. He calls them witnesses, martyrs, and he says in Amen, Hebrews chapter 12, which Amen begins with the word wherefore, which means that you got to go back in chapter 11 to understand what was happening. He says, wherefore, as a result of these Hebraic Christians who was on the run, this, this, this Sephora, they were on the run, they were being ostracized, they were being, amen, they suffered, they, they were being sought out, they were being killed, they were being harmed, wherefore, and he's talking to the New Testament church, Seeing we also have compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses. Nephile is the Greek word for cloud. It's a mass. He says, wherefore, amen, God created a calling. He called us out. Listen, listen to the prepositions, directional devices. He called us out of darkness. He called us from the world. He called us into Christ. Are y'all getting this? Whatever God did in the calling, once he called you out, you had to go into something completely different. He didn't call you out in suspended animation. 
Once he calls me out of sin, now he's calling me into sanctification. Once he calls me into salvation, Lord have mercy, he's calling me into a rich relationship. But do I have a witness? And, and, and God, God says now, because I called you out of those things, because, amen, I can perform an ex nihilo, I can call something into existence out of nothing, amen, I can, I can call you out, therefore, and you need to understand what he's saying, since I can do that, uh, I can transform you, amen, with truth in the call that whatever God calls has got to come. And we, and we dealt with that last week in Romans 9. Can we resist God? And the answer is no. He called me out of darkness into his marvelous light. So the writer to the Hebrews is setting us up for this great understanding wherefore and he deals with this word cloud. He deals with an amphitheater. He deals with a stadium full of people who were from the Old Testament and had to faithfully go through some deep difficulties. Hmm. Interesting. There's a cloud, there's a Nephilim. There is an empathetic. There's a cloud of witnesses who have testimonies of how God brought them out. Mm. And, and the message is that ought to encourage you when you're getting ready to drop your towel, when you're getting ready to run, when you're getting ready to give up. He says, wherefore, seeing we have this cloud, and this cloud... You got to be careful. People say, well, that's hyperbolic language. That's an hypothesis. You got to be careful with that. I don't believe it is an apocalypse. I, I believe God is saying there are saints that have served and died and suffered that are cheering you on. Could be your grandmother, could be your grandfather, could be your mother, your father. Come on, you can do this. I know it's hard. Come on, you can do this. You can get through this. Do I have a witness? Yeah. Hmm. And if you want to talk about continuous commitment, then you got to understand that this cloud began with a calling. People claim to be called, and the calling dies out. Well, you were never called. Some were called, some just went. Many are called, few are chosen. Because I have a calling on my life, I'm obligated to take care of my wife and family. Because I have a calling on my life, I've got to trust in the Lord with all my heart and lean not to my own understanding. Do I have a witness? That, that is, that is, that is, he, 
He goes back and he pulls up these Old Testament people like Abel who had a righteous sacrifice. His twin brother Cain offered a sacrifice and God rejected it. Because he gave God a sacrifice of things from the earth and the earth has been cursed. God said, I don't want that. Abel gave God something that involved blood. Because without the shedding of blood, there's no remission of sin. So he had a better sacrifice. And then Enoch walked with God until he was no more. He had a pleasing walk. Can I get a witness? Uh, Noah, Noah dared to be different, building an ark in the middle of the woods. The, and, and the earth had never seen rain. Abraham believed God and, and was going, but not knowing where he was going, taking God at his word. And Moses... Amen. Reverse the Red Sea. But Rahab, the Philistine harlot, she was a prostitute. Yeah. She hid the spies. Can I get a witness? Because she believed. And, and I don't know if you know it, but Rahab was a prostitute. She was a harlot. She was no good. But she's King David's great-grandmother. God slipped her into the genealogy because she was faithful. Mm. Ruth of Moabitess was slipped into the genealogy. She wasn't a Jew because she was faithful. I'm preaching up in this place now. God is so awesome. God said, I don't need all Jews to be part of Christ's makeup. By grace, I can take Gentiles who are no good. By grace, I can take people that's out of covenant. By grace, it doesn't matter what tribe you're from. I'm the tribe of Judah. Do I have a witness? By grace, by grace, I can do what I want to do, when I want to do it, how I want to do it, and by whom I want to do it. I'm sovereign. Hmm. Faithfulness in the face of difficulty. Now let me tell you how this works. As we are faithful to God, God in turn is faithful to us. See, listen, and, and Pastor gonna tell you the truth. He's gonna tell you the truth. Everybody's heart is not really here. You're here for different reasons. If your heart was here, there's a whole lot of things you're struggling with you wouldn't be struggling with. Do I have a witness? Yeah, yeah let me go on, let me go on, let me go on, let me go on. I, listen, 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 let me say this to you. Uh, in order for me to get out of fornication, I had to be committed to Christ. Fornication didn't stop feeling bad, feeling good. I had to make a decision over my pleasure life for somebody that had power to help me make it. Y'all ain't praying with me. Can I get a witness? Uh, for me to start tithing, I had, Lord have mercy, to have a conviction on the inside that I was giving God what God wanted me to give. 
Do I have a witness? When I raised my three kids and took care of my wife, it wasn't because they was always nice. It was that I was trying to be committed to him. And if you're going to be committed to me, you you got to give security to your wife. you got to give a covering of sacrifice to your family. Uh, I'm preaching up in this place. you got to work. Can I get a witness? Amen. you got to pay bills. you got to uh, help raise them. Can I get a witness? And your kindness to them is because of your connection with me. Stop being committed to people and things when you ain't got no commitment to Christ. Because it only works in good seasons. Lord, have mercy. So if I'm kind to Sister Gordon, it's because of Christ. It ain't because I'm a kind person. Y'all get this on the way home. Can I get a witness? If I, if I, and, and see what you got to be careful. I said this morning, uh, you, you, you know, I, I, amen, amen. I can't be committed to you and you going toe to toe with me. You, you don't know what my history is. You, uh, yeah, you putting other people before me. You treat me like dirt and now you want me to bear the fruit of the spirit. That ain't happening. So if I'm committed to Christ, now I'm allowed to love somebody that's unlovable. Can I get a witness? Uh, come on now, it's tight, but it's right. Can I get a witness? And, and, and so, child of God, what we ought to be doing, Lord, thank you. <laughs> thank you, Lord God, for the commitment to carry out your will. He, he uh, wherefore, this cloud, he, be careful with this hy hyperbolic language because you say, well, it wasn't really a cloud. It was something, it was an hypothesis that the writer used. Well, if he used that hypothesis, what you going to do in Hebrews 13 when it says, be careful when you entertain strangers? Because some of those strangers were angels. Unaware. <clears throat> Lord, have mercy. Uh, I never forget, I was, years ago, I was helping this man change a tire on the side of the road. And I, you know, I'm, I'm all filled up with scripture. And I said, this could be an angel. The man pulled out a cigarette and started cussing. I said, this ain't no angel. I said, it's a demon. It's a demon. This ain't no angel. <laughs> In the name of Jesus. But 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 child of God, look, 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 look what he's saying. There there is a calling, there is a cloud. Are y'all are y'all with me? Hang in there with me, hang in there with me, hang in there with me. There is a uh oh, there's a cost. Count the cost of discipleship. If any man will come after me, let him deny himself. Take up his cross. No, no, stop, stop, because take up his cross, personal pronoun, his. Everybody in here got a cross to carry. And if you're sitting here thinking you don't have a cross to carry, you out of your military mind. You got a cross 
to carry. It's your cross. I can't carry your cross. You can't carry my cross. Can I get a witness? It's a cross to carry. And, 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 and so there's a cost involved in me being faithful. Now, now let, me, let me give you a running definition of faithfulness and get out your way. Faithfulness is God beckoning you to do something. And when you get it made up in your heart, you want to do it. Then God sends obstacles to prevent you from doing it. And you're, if y'all ain't getting this, 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 this stuff's so heavy, it's frightening. God knows the only way you're going to get over the obstacle is to call on him. And then God is going to give you more grace and more strength to get over the obstacle. And it's our getting over the obstacle that makes us faithful. What makes us faithful is that in spite of my difficulties, I'm going to be faithful. In, in spite of all the hell coming at me, I'm going to be faithful. In spite of God's design difficulties, I'm coming out on the right side. Can I have a witness? Well, well wait a minute, wait a minute, preacher, you confuse me. No, I'm not. Because everything that happens in your life has got to get the signature of Jesus Christ before it can take place. Go home and read Job. Satan, where you going? I'm going to and fro, trying to trip somebody up. Have you considered my servant Job? Do I have a witness? Before Satan can come at you, he got to get God's signature. And once God signs off on it, God already knows you're coming out victoriously. God, God, God already knows hell might go in, but heaven coming out. God already knows okay, weeping may endure for a night, but joy will come in the morning. God already knows that he's going to give you the victory through the venom. Wherefore? Wherefore? Lord, have mercy. There's a cloud of witnesses. Wherefore, I watched my parents, I watched my grandparents, I watched my great-grandparents, I watched certain things in my life go through pure hell because they had a continual commitment to Christ. What was holding everything together was Jesus. Can I get a witness? It wasn't a Christmas present, a diamond ring or a mink coat. It was all Jesus. That every time they fell on their face, I watched the Lord get them up. Can I get a witness? Y'all ain't praying with me. I watched them play the hand that was dealt to them. Can I get a witness? Uh, going through many trials and tribulations. Can I get a witness? Hallelujah. And I still can remember from a little boy. My, my mother scrubbing the floor. You know, we didn't scrub the floor with mops. You know, back in the 50s, you got on your knees. Now, of course, the, the rooms in South Philly was this big. So you, you got on your knees. And 
they were committed. They weren't sinless. They were committed to the Lord. Can I get a witness? Daddy, 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 daddy. And that's why, that's why, that's why. I, I'm not going back. Lord have mercy. I've been out of the military 46 years, been out of high school 52 years. But guess what? By the grace of God, I finished. There was something that God put in me that allowed me to take a licking and keep on ticking. I kept going, Doc. I didn't, I didn't become a victim. I didn't go to the side and cry. I didn't ask everybody to feel sorry for me. Can I get a witness? There was something that was placed in me. Lord, have mercy. That made me want to finish. Can I get a witness? Keep on living, child of God. You understand. And them same friends that you think, amen, every time you get weak, you call them up. They tired of you calling. Your number appears on their cell. They ain't answering it. They tired of hearing about them tears. They got their own. Oh, here she go again. She ain't going to do them but complain about her husband. Why you marry him? You know, this conversation on the other side. <laughs> Y'all ain't going to call nobody today. Look at this. Lord, have mercy. Look, look what the writer goes on to say. I'm getting out of way. He says, uh, let us, plurality, let us lay aside every encumbrance, every weight. Now, 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 this needs clarification. What, what is it that God, first of all, you're running a 26-mile marathon. You're not running a 100-meter, 100-yard sprint. Secondly, batons are involved in this. Somebody ran and put a baton in your hand. Now you got to run. Do I have a witness? Yeah, eat your heart out. I ran the pen relays. Eat your heart out. I know y'all don't want to hear it. This ain't bragging. This is telling the truth. This is telling the truth. Franklin Field, right, pen relays. I was in sixth grade. Sixth grade. And, and the, guy, the guy dropped the baton because they called me Flash Gordon. Eat your heart out. The guy dropped the baton. I picked the baton up and smoked everybody. Bad boy, Doc. Bad boy. Sometimes you're trying to pick the baton up from somebody that dropped it. That ain't even on my resume. That's just free information I'm giving you this morning. Check, check it out, check it out. Hang in there, hang in there with me. Hang in there with me. 
He says, let us lay aside every anything that would hinder you from running for Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now, you know, we messed this up. Well, you know, I got I to gotta, I gotta change my life. I got to try to work out more. This ain't about no workout. This is about Jesus. What is it you got to lay aside that's hindering you from running the race, the agon, the agony for Jesus? Maybe you want to be great. Maybe you need an audience. Maybe you want your name in lights. Whatever it is, put it off. Because it ain't going to do nothing but slow you down. Can I get a witness? Let us lay aside every encumbrance, weight, Lord have mercy, and the article in the Greek, the sin, singular, there's only one sin that messes up the believer, the sin of doubt. When you're running for Jesus, you can't be doubting. You got to know that you know that you know that you know that you know. You can't be, uh, you know, you know listen, listen, listen. The Bible says everyone that comes to, G, uh, to, to Jesus must believe that he is and that he's a reward of them that diligently seek him. And without faith, it's impossible to please God. You ain't pleasing God without no faith. Lord, my faith is fractured. Lord, my faith is all messed up. I need you to help my faith. Well, you got to lay off some things. That's what happened to me when I first got saved. When I first got saved, I started enumerating what I had to put aside. And the list got so long, I got tired of writing. You, you can't represent me and you out there fornicating. Oh, they're getting quiet, Lord. You, you can't represent me and you cheating money in the church. You, you can't represent me, Lord have mercy, and you lying all over the place. Or you gossiping all the place. You, you got to lay some of this stuff aside, Doc, so you can run. Can I get a witness? And, 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 and you say, well, well I'm going to go in my bedroom tonight. And I'm going to add, no, 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 don't do it that way. Uh, let the Holy Spirit tell you what you need to lay aside. Because some of it is going to surprise you. You need to lay aside some of them so-called friends that keep messing your head up. Can I get a witness? Oh, I'm preaching up in this place. You need to lay aside your pity parties. Feeling sorry for yourself. If I preached on suffering every Sunday, if I preached on suffering every Sunday, the offering would be through the roof and the line would be the glass bird. That's all for one to hear. No. We should do a series for half a year on praise. Stay away from all the vicissitudes that come in emotionally and mess you up. Some of that stuff is just historical dysfunction anyhow. That's just the way you are and the way I am. Do I have a witness? Lay, 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 lay aside, lay aside every weight, 
The weight could be sports. The weight could be golf. The weight could be bowling. The weight could be fellowship. The weight, if it's interfering with the race, you got to put it away. And have moderation in your life. Hmm. Lay aside every weight and sin that is so, so, so easy beset us. And yeah, let us run with perseverance. The race. The agony. The agonizing race. Stop making the Christian life sound like a vacation in Bermuda. It's not. We got trouble in our marriage. We got trouble with our children. We got trouble in our mind. We got trouble in our uh, historical uh, history. We, we, we got trouble. But every time you make your mind up to run in the name of Jesus, God running with you. When you seek ye first the kingdom, God loops back and starts dealing with stuff that you and I can't deal with. Take it, Lord. Take it, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Take it, Lord. I can't handle it. Take it, Lord. I can't, I can't bear this any longer. Take it, Lord. I, I don't know what to do. Take it, Lord. I'm frustrated. Take it, Lord. I'm filled up. I, I'm, I'm ready to throw the towel in. I'm ready to, to get out. Take it, Lord. Come unto me, Matthew 11. All ye that labor and are heavy laden with sins and now, not Judaism, not denomination, not church, not ministry, not friends, but I will give you rest in your souls. Well, let me stop, pause, and part. What is in the soul? I'm glad you asked. Uh, my will, my intellect, and my emotions. Those are three areas in your soul. Lord, I need healing in my intellect. I need you to help me think right. My thinking is wrong. Can I get a witness? My thinking is all messed up. Do I have a witness? Lord, I need some emotional stability. I'm all over the place. Can I get a witness? Lord, I need something in my will. <laughs> I need to will your word and not will weariness and not will warfare. I need to will your word. I need to put them promises up against my problems. Lord, I need to call things that be not. I'm preaching up in this place as though it already was. You got to talk to yourself. You got to preach to yourself. You got to encourage yourself. And we know that all things are working together for the good to them that love the Lord and them that are called according to his purpose. Child of God, uh, next week, all I'm going to do is quote uh, Romans 8 and 28. Uh, let hell come. Let the devil uh, come in. Let my children act out. Let the marriage be on the rocks. And we know. All I'm going to do is walk around and say, and we know, 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 and we know that all things you got to talk to yourself. Are working together for the good for them that love the Lord and them that are called according. Oh, Lord, have mercy to his purposes. I've been young, now I'm old. Never seen the righteous forsaken. Never seen the seed begging bread. Can I get a witness? Keep on quoting that stuff. Won't the Lord, Lord, God said, I got plans for you. 
plans are good, not of evil, to bring you to a desired end. I don't know how the Lord's going to do it, when he's going to do it, how he's going to do it, by whom he's going to do it, but he's going to do it. Can I get a witness? Now unto him. Let me give him some worship. Who's able to keep you from falling and present you faultless. God, before the presence of his uh, joy, glory with joy. Can I get a witness? You, you got to start quoting some scripture up in this place. The promises of God are yea and amen. It means they'll come to fruition. Can I get a witness? Uh, yeah. God said, uh, uh, God said, I'll bless you before you call. I'm the God of the mountains and the valleys. Didn't he say that? Uh, uh, hallelujah. You, you and I got to understand that the word of God is designed to give you victory. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus kept telling Satan, it is, it is written. It is written. And that's what you and I got to do. It is written. Lord, I'm all messed up. I'm hooked up. I'm, Lord, I'm just, a, I'm, just a, I'm just a mess. But God, I know that if I call upon you, that you will come when I need you. Lord, I know that you're able to keep me from falling and to present me faultless before your presence. Lord, I know. Don't you know, saints? Don't you know, saints, that the Lord is a waymaker? The Lord is a storm breaker. Won't he do it, saints? Isn't the Lord good? Won't the Lord do it? Won't the Lord lift you up? Won't the Lord pull you out? Isn't the Lord great and greatly to be praised? I dare you. Get back in the word. Quote the word. Speak the word. Praise the word. Scream the word. Stand on the word. Can I get a witness? Is he able? He's able. Look what he says. He says, with perseverance. With some perseverance. With some perseverance. I have never run a 26-mile marathon. I was a sprinter, 100 meters. After 100 meters, that's it. Like, come on, you can do a 220 or 40. No, I can't. That's it. God comes along and says, when I get finished with you, you're going to run with perseverance. You're going to run with a certain pace. Lord, have mercy. Can I get a witness? You're going to run this thing. Can I get a witness? He, he, he goes on to say, uh, 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 this race that is set, histamized, the Greek word. No, 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 listen. This is in the aorist tense. The aorist tense in the Greek means it had a starting point, but it's continuous. So God is saying, I'm bringing a new starting point in your life to histamize, to set your eyes and your heart in my direction. It will continue on to the day you die. I'm going to set before you an agonizing race that will give you perseverance. Can I get a witness? And, and, you know, people misread all that. We, we, you know, we're getting out your way. I, listen, listen, listen. 
I don't need other people to affirm me. I really don't. I mean, it's good to get it. I don't need that. Don't you know in 32 years I came in here with a vision that I totally believe if the church clears out, I just rebuild the church by the power of the Holy Spirit? Do you realize that I know no weapon formed against me shall prosper? Do you understand that I'm an anointed vessel of the Lord called out of darkness into his marvelous light? Do you understand that I know God is able to do far exceedingly abundantly above all that I ask or think to the only wise God, our Savior? Can I get a witness? Child of God, the, the bottom line is uh, what has been set before Pastor Gordon? What has been set before me? There's agony, there's suffering, there's sufficiency. There's certain, you're so busy trying to figure out what's been set before me, you ain't never been set before you. Because the whole thing is for us to be faithful. And, and, then, and then secondly, to have fortitude. Ah, in the face uh -huh, of despondency. We got to have fortitude. We got to hold out when we're perplexed. We're in pain. Can I get a witness? Uh, we got we to gotta understand that God uh, wants us, amen, to persevere through storms, through trials, through tribulations. Can I get a witness? That, that as I have this fortitude, thank you, Jesus, as I have this fortitude. Now, the president called me up and said, Gordon, I got three top positions that you are being considered for. And I, I am indebted and I'm honored. But I don't need that to have relevancy. My relevancy is in Christ. In fact, I don't even want anything that Jesus don't want for me. Because it'll never work. Can I get a witness? All right, that, that is, that is, that is child of God. That when you look at the faithfulness and the, and, 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 and the fortitude and then finally the finish line. You, you got to make it to the finish line. Look what he says. Looking unto Jesus, the author finish of our faith. Who for the joy, what, what kind of joy was standing in front of Jesus? Redemption for man, righteousness for man. Can I get a witness? Reconciliation for man, for the joy that was set eh, before him. Help him to endure the cross, despise the shame, and to sit down at the right hand side of God. Consider him. He talks about considering. He talks about Lord, have mercy. Capturing his spirit. He talks about calling. He talks about contention. Amen. That we are contending. Uh, Jew says, can I get a witness? Uh, that child of God, uh, this finish line is going to take some doing. We got to get to the finish line. And we got to put our focus on Jesus if we're going to finish. Turn to your name and say, you'll never finish. If you focus on the wrong thing, you got to focus uh -huh, on Jesus. 
Mission impossible. Yes, it gets tough. Yes, I get tired. Yes, I feel defeated. Yes, I feel like throwing a towel in. But if I'm faithful, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, if I have fortitude, and if my focal point is Jesus, I'm going to finish strong in this agonizing race. Can I get a witness? You got to have your eyes on the prize. You got to take a licking and keep on ticking. You got to say praise the Lord anyhow. In everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Can I get a witness? You got to fight by faith. You got to keep talking to your faith. You got to keep, amen, empowering your faith. Do I have a witness? Faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. And every time I get down, every time I feel like getting out, every time I feel like throwing the towel in, God increases my faith. Can I get a witness? It's too soon to quit, son. But I dare you to go to Second Timothy and read up on the Apostle Paul because that should help you to be faithful, to have fortitude, and to focus. Can I get a witness? Well, I got to go, but they came to Paul. And Paul was with Silas, and Paul had been with Barnabas. Paul was with Luke. Paul was with Timothy. Paul was with Philemon. Paul, Paul, Paul. But now Paul is in a cell by himself. And Paul said, only Luke is with me. Do I have a witness? There will be some lonely nights. But you got to understand that the Lord is with you. Uh, do I have a witness? And some God came past Paul's cell and said, we just got word that Nero is going to chop your head off at noontime. And Paul, the, the, the Pauline epistle of faith, stood up and said, the time of my departure has come. Can I have one more minute? The word departure has three meanings in the Greek. It means to open a birdcage and let the bird out. It means to put, to take down a tent because you're getting ready to go to a house. It means to, amen, undo a ship from the dock to let it float away. He said the time of my departure has come. Didn't he say that? I fought a good fight. I finished my course. And now there's laid up for me a crown 
unrighteousness. To be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. The ones that have gone on home, they have graduated. We're still down here in classes. Don't feel sorry for them. Praise God for them. Can I get a witness? Child of God, there gonna be seasons that you just gotta be faithful in the face of difficulty. Do I have a witness? You gotta have fortitude in the face of depression. But you gotta have a focal point in the face of Jesus Christ. Looking unto Jesus. You gotta keep on looking. You gotta keep on looking. And the Lord will pull you out. The Lord will give you strength. The Lord will give you victory. The Lord will give you a shout. The Lord will put praise on your lips. The Lord will exalt himself through your dilemma. Say yeah. The Lord is my light and my salvation. The Lord is my high tower. The Lord is my refuge and my strength. A very present help in a time of trouble. Though the earth be removed. Though the mountains be cast back into the midst of the sea. Though the waters roar there. There is a stream that shall make glad the city of God. Be still and know that I'm God. I said be still. Stop moving. Stop manufacturing. Be still. Be still. And know that I'm God. Help is on the way. Say yeah. Say yeah. He's of Jesus and all he's done for me. My soul cries out. Hallelujah. I thank God for saving me. Jim, should you accept this assignment, this tape will self-destruct in five seconds. God has given you your assignment. Now you got to move out and praise his name. He will help you when you need help. He'll pull you up when you're going down. He'll strengthen you when you're weak. That's why he's worthy to be praised. Let's stay on our feet. As every head is bowed, every eye is closed. If you're here this morning, you need to be saved. People that came by bus, if you need to be saved, Jesus died for your sins, was buried, and rose again the third day. He's God the Son and Son of God. Raise your hand if you want to give your life to Christ. I see your hands. Come on out here. Raise your hand. Come on out here. Anybody else want to be saved? Come right here. Thank you, my brother. Yeah, turn him around. That's it. That's it. That's it. Thank you. Come on out. Come on out. Come on out, baby. Come on out. Praise Jesus. This is why this bus ministry is so important. 
Anybody else want to be saved or you want to join the church on your Christian experience? Raise your hand. Is there one? Is there one? I was sinking deep in sin, far from the peaceful shores. Praise the name of Jesus. Thank you for coming. Thank you for coming. Praise the Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Is there another? You want to give your life to Christ? You want to give your life to Christ? God wants us to be faithful, show fortitude, and finish what we started. Finish it. Is there another? Our Father, my God, we thank you for the Lordship of Christ. And Lord God, how difficult life gets. How hard it is to maintain motivation. And God, there are times we are just out of strength. And God, we're out of options. But Lord, you said to us today, you said, wherefore, there's such a cloud of witnesses that have gone on before you. Now it's your turn. Set aside, lay aside every weight and the sin of doubt that so easily beset us and let us run with perseverance this agonizing race. And our focal point must always be Jesus. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Lord, bless the food that has been prepared for discipleship teachers in class. Bless our church. Bless every family on the sound of our voice. And we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, are you ready for your mission impossible? God bless you. You are dismissed.